This your man Keith from the Perfect Talk Podcast. To get caught up on everything DJ Playboy, go to perfecttalkpodcast.com. Again, that's perfecttalkpodcast.com, the home of the Perfect Talk Podcast. DJ Playboy. <laughs> What's good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, man. And on this episode, he is back. It's my guy, my partner, my bro, Keith. What's going on, brother? Chilling, chilling, feeling good, man. How are you? Been a long time. Shouldn't have left you without a podcast <laughs> to step to. You know what I mean? Uh, life is good, man. I'm, I got no complaints, man. You know what I mean? I guess I could complain, but uh, I don't know. Like I'm not a big complainer, man. I, I look at things in the in, yeah. the in the in the what is it? The macro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, man, anything I have to complain about is light, so I can't trip over. Yeah, that, definitely, man. man. Yeah. How are you on your side, though, man? How's everything, man? I know. Last time we spoke to you, you know what I mean? You was you was uh fresh on the, the two kid plan. You know what I mean? Um how's that been working out? Fucking me up. But you know, you know, maintaining through it or whatever. Just gotta make sure you you structure your shit right. You know what I'm saying? Time management is, is premium. I love when people answer parenting questions, but it ain't the happy shit. <laughs> Time <laughs> of my life, man. Oh, loving it. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I got kids, man. Come on. <laughs> you, you know, Cause if you told if you told like your your deepest truest feelings, most parents it'd be some fucked up dark shit. <laughs> be, so that's why they always gotta be. You know, it, it's a struggle, but it's all worth it. I would do it ten times over. Yeah, nigga, you tell me you have twenty kids. You have twenty kids under the age of two. Is that what you're telling me? Okay. Nah, it, it's tough, man. It, it's it's tough. I love the kids, but some you know parts of the. The the job is is, is tough. Mm-hmm. It's shit that you know nobody wants to clean shit, but that's like part of the game. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's true, man. It's uh, people don't talk about that part. I wish that part was publicized more, <laughs> like the, <laughs> the shit cleaning and uh, I'm get I'm at the age now where now like I'll get a phone call, you know what I mean, of something she did at school or something at the boy. And I'm yeah. like, come on. <laughs> it's a it's a Thursday. You gonna make me parent on a Thursday night? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's yo the, the the gig is crazy because it like your natural reaction like from life like your life before you had a kid of like you're fucking up man but like that's your thoughts but what comes out is all right honey what what happened <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you gotta like your brain is like yo I can't fucking believe this shit. <laughs> But then your parent voice comes out. All right, let's see how we can get through yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, yeah. I learned that the hard way. Like you got to make the mistakes. You know what I'm saying? And kind of yeah. like, all right, well, that shit don't work. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, Danny Tanner was on to some shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I was saying, yeah. I did a podcast the other day. Uh, shout out to Minority Plus One, and I said that on there. Like, you really got to be full house in it. Like, I thought that was just some, you know what I mean, made-for-TV shit. It's like, nah, I guess that's what we got to do nowadays, bro. Yeah, man. No, that wasn't nobody's reality back in the day, though. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, it's, um, like, you know, like, my well, my kids are, are real young. My my older son, he, uh, you know, he got strength and a physical ability now. Okay. Like, he ain't wrestling with me. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he slaps me, it hurts. <laughs> and, like, I, but that's some shit he thinks he should do. Because yeah. like, yo, man, you know, I, I, he doesn't, he's not fully verbal yet, so I don't know what he's thinking. But like, when I look at shit, like, I feel as if like he's saying, yo, this, you know, would be a good idea. I slap the shit out of my father right now and just slap me. He slap you arm, uh, leg, what, face, arm, <laughs> whatever he can reach. 
So if I'm down with, like, if he's sitting on my lap, he could reach my face, or he'll just slap me. It's usually, like, you know, if he's sleepy yeah. or something like that, or he's he frustrated, but, like, he'll be doing something, and all of a sudden, he just slapped me. Like, there's no build-up to it. <laughs> so, like, my first reaction, yo, what the... <laughs> but then, like, I stopped, like, I cut it off, and like, oh... All right. Then I'm like, right, you have to touch daddy gently. <laughs> touch daddy gently. But in my brain, I'm like, yo, this dude just is like, yo, it, it, <laughs> he slapped the shit out of yo. And it just wakes up something, for, something out of you from when you, you know, before before I had any kids. I'm like, yo, somebody slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> you know- it's like the Eddie Murphy joke when he, um, I can't remember which special it was, but he was like, you know, like a kid kick you in your nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, you holding somebody else, can they kick you in the nuts? You're like, y'all should toss this motherfucker. <laughs> That's the thing with parenting, too, is it's not like, like, most things in life, I think you go 100% hate. Like, even your job, yeah. you're like, the job pays me, but other than that, this shit whack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like kids, right when you ready to be on their 100% hateful shit about it, they'll, they'll do some shit that just, you don't even know that that type of corny shit will make you happy. Like, me and, I, yeah. I told my, my daughter had a Batman shirt on today, so I wore a Batman shirt when I picked her up, and she was excited. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you for tossing milk at the Word teacher. Up, you know what I mean? That's, it's all worth it. I know, I know one day I might show up with the matching shirt. She's like, come on, dad. Like, what yeah. you doing? You got to appreciate yeah, it now because exactly. what's she about 10 now? Uh, eight. Eight. Turning nine. Eight. Eight. Yeah. That was, them times are going to come fast, <laughs> man. When you think about it, you know, think about what you did five years ago. Now think about five years from now. She'll be 13. Mm. <laughs> I, said, I, I said, let me, let me, let me, uh, Commemorate the moment. Let's take some pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get these selfies in while you still want to take them. <laughs> yeah. Word up. Nah, man. But it's been a minute since we spoke to my guy Keith, man. And uh, I ain't gonna front, man. I'm, I'm Keith. You know I'm lazy, man. So that I get, I catch up with Keith here. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I mean, we we speak on the on the group chat and all that. Um, yeah. A couple group chats, but for the most part, I catch up with Keith, and that's taking me to my favorite segment right now: catching up with Keith. Sing it. So Catching up with Keith. You know, I mean, it's been a minute since we spoke, and just gonna bring some things up that happened in the past couple of weeks, just to get my man Keith's opinion on it. You know, what I mean, there's some some shit out here happening. Um, let's talk basketball. Um, NBA playoffs been real exciting, man. And before we start to get into the minutia of the teams that are that are in it right now, I want to talk about the Dylan Brooks thing. Now, Dylan mm-hmm. Brooks uh played Grizzly played for the Grizzlies. Um, they were playing against the Lakers. What first round? That's crazy. You said it in the past tense, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just to show how, just to show where right? shit went in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but yeah, they played against the Lakers first round. You know, you, they came up against the Giant. You know what I mean? And my man LeBron, um, Dylan Brooks from early on, right? Did heavy shit talking. I don't know much about Dylan Brooks, but the one thing I did know about Dylan Brooks is he talks a lot of shit. Like, cause I remember Draymond had an issue with him early in the season. I forgot who else. Somebody else had gotten into it with him. Didn't um, didn't Shannon Sharp? Get into it with him, Shannon. <laughs> Shannon Sharp. That that kind of was the the impetus, though. You know, with Dylan mm-hmm. Brooks, and I know uh, <laughs> Shannon Sharp wanted every, smoke with everybody except the Stephen what's Adams. The, the, the Kiwi dude. <laughs> yeah, Stephen Adams. <laughs> but then my thing with the Dylan Brooks thing. So then you know he's popping a lot of shit to LeBron, and I don't think he did anything that was that egregious, other than he but he punched him in the nuts one time. That was a little wild. And that looked on mm-hmm. purpose. And he got. But by the way, man, the, the basketball this year, I don't know what the the 
pandemic of getting uh, nut injuries. It, it's the weirdest. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Like mad dudes just got nut injuries. Well, <laughs> I've never uh, random random shit, son. I saw. I can't remember who did the play. I seen a dude. But I think PJ Tucker, somebody James who it was, but for some reason, somebody spun around. But like, incidentally, like they were here, but they said, "All right, let me just do a 780 spin." <laughs> they didn't have the ball, man. It just spun, but the arm came through like a fucking pendulum, like the rides that be swinging niggas around, <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and just connected with somebody's nuts. <laughs> I, I like, seen that, yo. And that, yeah, no, I remember that when I was like, if that was on purpose. That nigga nice. <laughs> yo, yo, that's some shit. That's some MMA shit when the one dude was doing the, the fucking kung fu in his past life and just do some spinach and connect. That's what it was like. It was like a direct, it was a direct scrotal hit. Like all vast deference. Didn't hit nothing else. It was all straight up sackage, bro. Nah, man. Yeah, Dylan Brooks is wild for that. Um, And then, you know, what did he say in the press conference? I like to poke the bed. <laughs> LeBron's old, this and that, and and, and <laughs> I don't respect you till you drop forty on me, and and yeah. LeBron did. <laughs> LeBron did everything that the man said he couldn't do. The man in January beat him by forty. Yep, said he couldn't go to the left. LeBron closed the game going to the left. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just, like, but then Dylan Brooks was let go, and in a weird way, right? Like Memphis made a statement like. Mm-hmm. Under no circumstances will he be coming back to the Memphis Grizzlies, and I'm just like, for what? Like you. Was it like, maybe he was an issue all season? Like I said, I wasn't paying that much attention mm-hmm. to him. But I'm like, you supposed to like? I, I I don't know. I respect it. Like I think there's there's a difference between shit talking. Like I think there's like just shit talkers or the, the Adrian Broners. Maybe we'll put Dylan Brooks in that category who talk shit but don't back it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then there's the Muhammad Ali's. There's the Michael Jordans. There's you know what I'm saying? Maybe uh 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 was was uh Tank Tank Davis. You know what I'm saying? You might throw mm-hmm. him in there too because he was popping a lot of shit, but he backed it up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's another level of of if you're gonna do the shit talking thing, make sure you could come come with it and back it up. And I don't think everybody can. But I'm like, I don't blame Dylan Brooks for like bucking up to LeBron. You supposed to. All that reverence right. and stuff, save that for like when we shake your hands when the series is done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I think he's being like punished on some like like he woke up the beast. LeBron was gonna do that anyway. He wasn't going out to the yeah. first round of y'all niggas. Like, yeah. <laughs> but now you just, you, I, and you're not supposed to give people, what is it, uh, what they call bulletin board? Uh, bulletin board yeah, material. Yeah, exactly. But come on, I don't know. Like, I'm like, if the man was scrappy, if he served his purpose all season, if you think he did something when Ja was acting wild, then whatever. But it's like, I don't know. How you feel about, about Dylan Brooks being let go? Well, firstly, he's, a, he's a supposed to be a professional. So just like at your job, you you do weird shit and you not like you're good like you good at your job you clock in you might show up on time you know maybe you have a couple latenesses a year not bad but at the same time you in the lunchroom saying yeah nigga I will get a raise I'm getting promoted next week I'm da 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 I'm poking beers out this bitch y'all the boss is gonna hear that and be like yeah he annoying man let's fire him to want to go right you know, right <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't the, the LeBron thing. Was just the the was it the straw on the camel's back? Like that's all that was. But it, I, I think they they probably would have let him go anyway. Is it wasn't this a contract year? Like I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, I think Dylan Brooks thought he was Draymond Green. Like he's not quite nice. He probably look at Draymond Green like, oh, I, he can't shoot. He got no offense. He got no layup package. 
But Dre, assist, he though. doesn't. <laughs> he, exactly. He got assists. He got mad defense. Yeah. Dylan Brooks' defense is pretty good, but it's like he probably just went too far. Like he, he probably looked, he'd be like, yo, I'm nicer than Patrick Beverly, but I feel as if <laughs> well, Patrick Beverly be getting traded like That's crazy. True. People true. like. But people want know, him. He, <laughs> people yeah, want him. Yeah, like, I'll I'll sort take, of. Yeah, yeah, so, I'll take him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why, why not? Yeah. So Dylan Brooks might get a gig like that. Like, yeah, why not? We need we need some intensity in here. Let's just sign him on a, a, a one year. You think that's going to happen? Because the rumor is he what, overseas, right? <laughs> Niggas is like, yeah, you going over. I thought that was just a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, that's what people are popping. Because he hasn't been picked up yet. Right, but it's still playoffs. Everybody's yeah. still finishing their season, so yeah, it's yeah. still it's still playoffs. He's not. That's that why I thought it was so weird like... that Memphis said that. Like, why you gotta embarrass him like that? I thought that was like, but I, I thought that was like, uh, you know, like a Woj, one of them cats, like kind of reporting something that a conversation that they had with a front office person. Like they re- released that statement. But I think that like, was the official quote from the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, that's yeah, official. Under, under oh, no yeah. circumstances. That's why everybody was was quoting. <laughs> yeah, I heard. But yeah, man, like Dylan Brooks, watch he if he does come back to the NBA. Hopefully, this humbles him a little bit, um, as well as that conversation that LeBron had with him because that was some old daddy shit. Like if you <laughs> diss a dude on some competitive basketball shit, I don't know if you got the quote in front of you or whatever. If you find it, man, just cut me off. But LeBron came to him on some. You think LeBron be like, Yo, I'm gonna bust that ass? Nah, my man said some shit like, "Hey, man, you." You being unprofessional and um, yeah, you just joking around, you goofing around, man. <laughs> Tight, tighten shit. it up. Some serious <laughs> shit. Some serious shit. And he did that shit to the Grizzlies before. Like he, somebody's talking shit to him. He ain't even saying, "Yo, I'm LeBron James. I bust that ass." He was like, "Yo, man, just a year ago, you were fighting to be to to stay in the league, man. Humble yourself." <laughs> what he, he said, "I'm not here for the shit or some shit like that, or I'm not here for the fuck shit or whatever." But you know, LeBron always talks like this. He, yeah. he ain't talk like that that time. He, he ain't talk like that that time because he, he was uh he was admonishing him. Yeah. If you get admonished, like getting admonished on some old daddy shit, like that's that shit hurt, man. If you're trying to just joke around with somebody and they get for real, but not angry, but like just they say, but hey, man, you you right now you just talking out of your insecurities right now. You may want to work that out. You may want to go to therapy. You may want to consider it, man. You be like, yo, man, I just. I said your head big as shit, and you going to hit me with that? Damn, bro. That's a good, man. That's good, that's good mental jujitsu, though, son. When you come in ready to yo, fight that's somebody, heavy and this nigga coming with the, with the, yo, I'm concerned for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, concerned, I'm concerned for your well-being, bro. Like, your career right now, I don't know about it. It's not certain. You're pretty good. You have potential. <laughs> don't, this kind of thing will get you fired. Actually, it will get you fired. Let's just this is game this is game four. Catch me in about a week. We'll see what happens. What uh what what are your thoughts about the playoffs? Otherwise, what do you think got this playoffs? Playoffs? Well, this year is is a it's amazing how even the the um NBA got parody, meaning right? that the 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 parity that yeah, you're bringing out the SAT you know words. Yeah, I the watch parody, ESPN. Exactly. <laughs> the parity is dope, man. Because remember. I think the 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 age of the super team is is done. Especially, I heard the NBA is putting out some kind of rule where like cap, cap, but like it's uh, like a hard cap, mm-hmm. or, like you can't you can't pass. Now now you could pass it, but you got to pay a tax. I, it was something like that, and like it would give it wouldn't it would take away the ability for teams to like sign like more than two max players mm-hmm. or something to that effect. But it's it, but it's ending up that way anyway. When you look at any team. The most they have is two, and one of them is probably old. Yeah. 
KD and Devin Booker, uh, LeBron James and and Anthony D- Davis, um, Steph Curry and whoever is the second best player on, player on that team. Like they, there really ain't no team at like three heavy hitters no more. But the big three shit was was cool. So that, that's what I think of the playoffs. I mean, when you look at Miami Heat, man, I I never seen no shit like that. Like just straight up, <laughs> they they yo that coach is banana. They could take me and you. We could get get at least to the Eastern Conference Finals, bro. Like they put us on a squad. Yeah. It's oh, still so Spolstra, okay. yeah. Yeah, he ain't going nowhere, man. That's, that's, that's kind of dope. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to go to a team that has stability, you know, you, regardless of if they win a ring or not, Miami Heat's the come place to, to go. Like, that's, 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 come, that's death row right, because Eric Spolstra, the Suge Knight of this shit for real, bro. Well, when, they, uh, when Jimmy Butler got injured in game one against the Knicks, and they still, and then, yeah. and then uh, was it Kyle, Kyle Lowry just woke up, I was like, ah, oh, it's gonna be rough for the Knicks, bro. <laughs> Yo, son, Kyle Lowry, just how long the playoffs been on? Like about four weeks, maybe if that, something yeah. like that. Five weeks ago, this nigga was looking like Keenan Thompson. Now <laughs> this dude is straight up looking like some Finals MVP potentially, bro. Nah, he wakes up in the playoffs, man. He been there before. That's the, that's the power of experience, man. But uh, yeah. catching up with Keith. Next up, man. I know you watch a lot of television. You watch a lot of movies, dog. Uh, we got to talk about this writer's strike, man. What does that mean for some of your favorite shows and uh, things that you got going on? If, if you don't know, uh, the writers of Hollywood and television movies and uh, things of that nature decided that they're not working no more. They want some new <laughs> compensation. Y'all talking about the old royalty system where we was making money off of DVDs and selling it to uh, syndicated uh, other stations where now we uh, are all streaming. You know, Netflix ain't selling that to nobody. They're keeping it in the stash. Mm-hmm. That's a Netflix original. Prime is, a, you know, keeping it in the stash. Oh, and now we got this new AI thing around the corner? <laughs> yo, mm-hmm. they was like, yo, promise us you ain't going to have AI right there. They was like, I don't know about that. Y'all have to some. They was like, we, we talk about the other shit, but this AI shit, we got to keep at the at the pulse of that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's, it's last strike lasted 100 days. I spoke about it on last episode, but what are your thoughts, man? Because you, you watch way more television and, and movies than I do. You you know, you in the culture. I'm, I'm, I, the last Batman I seen was Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that's a good place to stop, man. Because since that Dark Knight, I don't understand. Just to get just to get off topic, but I get right back. But I don't understand what DC been doing with the Batman shit. That shit confusing. Because well, they got different ownership the, now. It's the Tim Gunn is over there now, or whatever. Not Tim Gunn. Uh, is that so whatever that gun name? Whatever the dude name. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck it is, but for it was the dude from uh, Twilight. The dude from Goodwill Hunting. Then it's the, the nigga from. Um, uh, what's the joint name with the vampires? Twilight, the Twilight nigga. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then Beetlejuice is back for the that's next why, one. But that's why I can't watch him because I'm like, I want to stay in order. <laughs> I don't know what's going. Yeah. I'm like, is Ben Affleck in the Flash? Is Ben Affleck Batman or is it uh, Michael Keaton? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> you get an attachment to him, like you know, what I'm saying? like you get an attachment to to the superhero. So that's probably I would imagine they probably got some decent contracts with insurance and all that type of shit to make sure <laughs> that they there for the sequel. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's Batman knows. I think it's still uh, Bale, right? Christian Bale held that down. The best movies, yeah. I mean, <laughs> m- most most interesting Batman to me. I kind of like Ben Affleck. That's just most interesting, but the best like movies. It gotta be Michael Keaton or, or Christian Bale. Michael Keaton was the first one was tough. That first Batman, 
<laughs> yeah. That was tough, yeah. 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 No, not to go on the yeah, Batman tangent because we, we might have to write the next one. They're going to go, go right on ZipRecruiter and be like, yo, man, we need a yo, damn writer. That, you know what I didn't think about? I wonder if Marvel and DC, like, this shit are kind of already written. <laughs> like, can't can we just read this shit from the comic books? <laughs> keep this shit just rolling. copy and paste Fair that enough. bitch in the chat GPT and just write a script. Yo, it's possible, man. But as far as what it means for TV shows, I mean, that's like fire, prestige TV. That shit that everybody try to see by, you know, if it is released on Sunday, everybody got to see it by Tuesday to make sure they don't miss the conversation or people don't spoil oh, your it. Podcast. I, <laughs> Favorite podcast is going to spoil it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what that's going to do for shit like that. But as far as the average viewer, I think people are, I think, first of all, I think Netflix and just all the streaming is going to be like, hey, y'all, we got, we got the stash, baby. Like, all the shit that you were considering watching, but, like, your favorite show was coming back, so you put it on the sideline. Mm. <laughs> Come to death row, because we still got that. We still got Breaking Bad. You ain't see that shit when, when it was out? <laughs> Come to death row. You ain't see fucking Better Call Saul? Come to death row. Martin? Come to death row. <laughs> I was telling Nisha, I was like, podcasts might blow up now. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers want something to watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But come on, we see them YouTube numbers go up. You know what I mean? Uh, nah, it, it, it's, it's crazy. And I think we're going to see a rise in reality shows, which unfortunately is unfortunate. I, I can see that. I think they got writers too, but I, I'd imagine it's different. But I don't know how they might just shape, but I mean, they work. shape the situations more so than right, yeah, right, right, right. things where. I guess you could call them a different title because what they right, I right. think you could, like is you 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 anti gang if you help them out right if you if you yeah. like a writer director and they hear you still writing niggas might run up on you I heard. right you be like a scab <laughs> so like but actors who are also writers but now most of their bread is from acting they they in a weird place so I know they got to handle it politically I'd imagine that people like that they you know. They probably have like a meeting, like, oh, how, what are we gonna do here? All the talk shows just shut down. Like, damn, that just exposed all these niggas for being ghostwriters. <laughs> like, I thought you was funny, Jimmy Fallon. What happened? <laughs> well, that, I think that's gonna be crazy. Like the talk shows, that that'll be very interesting. They're all black. I heard and... they're all blacked out. Everybody's on the blackout. Oh, so it's it's effective. I don't ever watch late I don't even night. Know if SNL. No uh, what's his name? Was supposed to DP Davidson was supposed to come back to SNL this week. That was because he because he just had the oh. HBO show drop. Yeah. So, but I don't even know yeah. if that's gonna happen. That's it, it, so it's supposed to be like this coming I weekend. So yeah, this weekend it's him and. Oh the, okay, because I was wondering why my DVR didn't have an SNL because I know it's on hiatus yeah. for a little bit. I think it's little and little Uzi Vert was the music guest. I, I don't. Ah, so, I don't know if it's still gonna happen or not. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, man. Nah, it's it, uh, hopefully they resolve it. You know what I mean? We ain't got no resolution for y'all, but y'all gotta. <laughs> figure that out. I mean, figure that shit out. Yeah, because they try to play them. Like if, niggas ain't selling DVDs. No, when's the last time you went and bought a DVD? I'm surprised Walmart yeah. still got the big ass DVDs. I'm like, who's buying this? <laughs> Yo, sometimes I be want to stake out right by the DVD shit. Man, who the fuck is buying this shit? Do research on this shit. Y'all niggas is buying whole seasons of TV shows. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Watch out a DVD play one season at a time, man. But uh, <laughs> spec. Guess what I got into last weekend, bro? Yeah, what's that? Cushy Dreams. Sometimes you want to send straight to the crib, and that's what Cushy Dreams does best. They can ship anywhere in the U.S. because it's federally legal. They got products like Smokable Delta 8, CBD Flower, Gummies, and Pre-Rolls. But play, what if I'm not into the Delta 8? Bro, they got something just for you. The new Delta 9 THC Gummies contain the same type of THC that you get at the dispensary. 
Also, each one contains 10 milligrams of THC, and they come in fly flavors like strawberry, sour watermelon, green apple, and tangerine. Wow. Yo, yo, you think that's dope? They just dropped a new artist series where the bags are designed by artists. Bags so dope, you want to save the bags for after, you know what I'm talking about? And they dropped that New York City. Shout out to anybody out in NYC where you get that New York City street art right on your bag with that fly flower inside, bro. You know I already need to know where can I get that. CushyDreams.com. That's K-U-S-H-Y Dreams.com. And at checkout, put in promo code PLICKER, P-L-I-C-C-A, for 20% off your purchase, dog. What's that website again? CushyDreams.com. K-U-S-H-Y Dreams.com. And put in promo code PLICKER at checkout, you get 20% off your purchase. Your boy's up in there. Let's get back to it. Keep, let's get right into it, man. Uh, one of my favorite segments, I haven't done it with my guy Keep in a while, it's called Have You Heard? Uh-huh. Keep connected. I got a quest. And the question I ask you is how bad you want to know some things that happened in the past couple of weeks, man. I just want to know if you heard about it, what you and what you might think about it, man. Um, if you didn't know, have you heard? Marvin Gaye's family tried to sue Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Said he uh stole the "Let's Get It On" flow for his song "Thinking Out Loud," which I don't know if you're familiar with "Thinking Out Loud," but I could kind of see where they're coming from. <laughs> uh, I, I I did hear about this, and this is, you know, when they have lawsuits. It, it... It's tough, man. That's 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 a rough one. I mean, on on the one hand, I feel as if like I got a side of Marvin Gaye. I don't know the merits of the case, but it's Marvin Gaye, bro. Like I can't. <laughs> yeah, he black, man. I can't <laughs> lose my card out here. I can't be giving up my my card out here. You know what I'm saying? I'll lose my barbershop name. <laughs> but on the other hand, man, people suing like I, I can't remember which lawsuit it was, but somebody said they never heard the song. It might have been the Eric Sheeran joint. Like he's never heard the song before. Was it, it wasn't Robin Thicke? Because well, Marvin Gaye's family sued Robin Thicke and Pharrell. Uh, right. Somebody said they never heard. Uh, I doubt it was Marvin, um, Robin Thicke and Pharrell because every like it was a that's a popular yeah, song, whatever. They, I forgot what the joint like was. That, yeah, yeah uh, I can't remember what the the original song was, but like it's, but the the um, I can't remember who it was. But anyway, somebody said, "Yo, I never heard this song. Like this is just the vibe that came out. It's just, it's just a weird thing because." It's it's music like if it's not directly copied, but it's just got the same vibe. It's I don't know, man. That, that's a rough well, one. It's like so tricky. many pieces yeah, of music. Ed Sheeran won the case, by the way. He, yeah. yeah. Um. You know how he won? My man did. How? My man did some television shit, bro. He played his guitar in court. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> started playing. That's some television shit. That's that's the <laughs> last five minutes of the show. <laughs> Niggas also, why you bring your guitar to court, bro? Plays his guitar in court. <laughs> And then to show how, because he said basically, and I, I've heard this, I, I know you probably heard this because you, you played music. Most of the popular music in the past, I think, 70 years are like mm-hmm. five different chord progressions. They all have to say, they like this, it's not that much difference between them. Um, right. So right. he was in court and he said something to the effect of basically 101 songs have the same sort of, uh, sequence. And he's like, that's just the songs I know. And he really started doing some, you know, thinking out loud, playing the shit. And then, he did some like DJ shit where he just started blending other songs into the same flow. That's dope, <laughs> bro. Man. And Sharon went on some TV shit, bro. I shouldn't even be, I shouldn't even be celebrating this shit because you know <laughs> can't lose my card out there. But shit, that's 
That's like when that dude, you ever seen that that um that video where the dude uh at sentencing he sang to the judge? He's like, I'm sorry, 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 Your Honor. Sorry, sorry. Shit didn't work. Ed Sheeran said, All right, watch how watch how this watch is how done. Watch how you do this. <laughs> watch how you do this. That's oh wow. Marvin Gaye family probably got up at the courtroom like this nigga. <laughs> this nigga ain't playing, That's some OJ yeah. shit. That's some like <laughs> That's yeah. I, I don't know. You, you can't go back on that, bro. My man did three. That's Cochrane shit. Yo, if wow. I went to a bar and a nigga started playing like an Ed Sheeran song and then floated to some next show, I'm like, yo, tip this man. You know what I'm saying? You know what would be savage if he, on his next tour, he does that he does shit. The same. That would be beast, bro. That would be some Dylan Brooks shit, like just rubbing it in their face. But you could back it up, though. <laughs> you like this Marvin Gaye? You like this shit? I right, y'all, y'all want to hear? Y'all want to hear uh, Change Clothes by Jay-Z? Hear how similar this is? Like, y'all want to hear Tupac changes? Niggas <laughs> 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 just do everything. But shout out to that But it might cause a weird precedent because a lot of people was winning copyright cases like that. And now niggas might show up with their DJ. And <laughs> yeah. be like, yo, Jazzy Jeff, hit that. <laughs> I was listening to a news podcast when I heard about that story. And I think it was, it might be Sam Smith. Like when he makes a song or something like that, like he somehow he researches who it might sound like mm. and like reaches out to that person just to get ahead of that type of thing. I can't remember who it was. Don't quote me mm. on that, but it was interesting. Smart, though, smart, yeah, because it, it, yeah. people, somebody just gets you tied up in the court system. Now your royalties all going to them. You know what I mean? So smart. Yeah. So I mean, you make less money, but it's almost like paying. Insurance. Yeah, but I'm but I'm safe. You ain't running up on me. You know right. what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Right. Right. It's like checking in when you go to L.A. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Keith, have you heard Joe Biden is proposing a new plan for when uh, flights are canceled or delayed? Um, in the new plan, it looks like there would be a rebooking and refunding of the price of the tickets. Um, airline will cover other costs incur- in, in, occurred by the, incurred by the travelers, such as hotels, meals, and ground transportation. And additionally, inconvenienced flyers will be entitled to a payment in the form of cash, miles, or travel vouchers. Now, you travel a lot for work and, and, and mm-hmm. leisure. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's... I know them delays and stuff. Cancellations got to be a bitch. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> um, do you see this actually happening? <laughs> does, does Joe Biden have the power to do that? <laughs> Is he doing it through like the FAA or something? I don't even know how that would work. Uh, I don't know. know. He's linking up with my man Buddha Judge because that's the transportation secretary, right. and they they trying to propose something. Which I think there should be something because it's like I airlines just have a fair an unfair advantage, bro. Like people literally, yeah. Sometimes they just do it like it's they. It almost feels just my experience. Like it feels as if they since they don't have to, they're like. Ah, this is kind of inconvenient. Like if a pilot's late mm. or not available, like fuck it, let's just cancel it. Or just just little shit like a storm. Okay, you can't. It ain't safe to to go out there. But there's other shit. Yeah, Niggas like, showing up late. Come on, we can figure this out. Yeah, <laughs> just people showing up late or computer system is down, but they don't they don't feel the pressure to improve their computer system so that 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 type of thing doesn't happen. Like it, it, it's like it hurts, man. Like if you. You know, six hours of flight from home, you know, whatever, thousands of miles away from where you live and your flight's delayed and it's because something silly, man. So, and then you got to pay like to to that point, like sometimes you got to pay for that shit. Like you might have to check back into the hotel or whatever, like the airline doesn't always cover Mm -hmm. it. 
Nah, it's it's right. It's just a proposal for now. But um, nah, I definitely think it's gonna change the way that that things are going now. Now I, I remember during the pandemic, wasn't there like a a, a, a employee pipeline shortage for pilots? If I if, I didn't know about uh, that. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Deep into the economy, <laughs> you, know, you got you got that Wall Street Journal subscription, man. When I scroll down, they made me pay. I only read the first half of a paragraph of every article. This nigga subscribe. Now, why you think I'm asking? I seen the headline. I'm like, I can't see the paywall. Fuck. <laughs> Eighteen bucks for Apple News. I ain't paying the five, man. But I see you say, yeah, this is worth it, man. I gotta know these current events out this bitch. Read the New Yorker. <laughs> Keith, man. Uh, uh, are you familiar with Ebony K. Williams? She is a lawyer. Um, she's also been on Real Housewives of one of them places. Um, but if you don't know... Yo, when you said that shit, the first image that popped in my mind was motherfucking Omar from The Wire. I'm like, Ebony K. yeah, I know Ebony oh, K. Wait, Williams. Michael Williams or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I'm trying to lack of sleep and shit. I'm just mixing... T- <laughs> two kids, man. Blame it on the two. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Nah, basically, Ebony K. Williams had got herself into some hot water, so to speak, because she was uh, speaking with um, I- Ayalda Van Zant. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I was gonna fuck that. That's the one who be fixing people's lives. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, they were just having a conversation, and it was uh, going to the. It went to the area, like, and I don't want to do this because what happened with Ebony was was. People, they took one section of the interview and they like, they persecuted her for it. Now, why I think that's not unfair is because her network is the one who put the clip out. But basically in the right. clip, they were, she was saying like... Ayanla's network. No, no. Um, Ebony K. Ebony yeah, K. Okay. Because she was on... I, it, I, Ayala, Ayala was on her show. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha. So basically, she wanted to comment about something she had said earlier on The Breakfast Club, which we could get into that too. But um, basically, Ebony was like, she can't date a bus driver. She's like, not unless mm-hmm. he owns the bus company. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, Ayala was like, nah, you know, it's more like, it's what he is on the inside. It's a person. It's not all about the job and, and this and that. And the third, which, you know, Ebony caught a bunch of backlash. But now what I think that people do that's wrong. Sometimes when you say something in the moment, you might be just podcasting, mm-hmm. you might be just doing TV, radio, whatever it is, and you don't fully mean it. <laughs> I think people got to be cool with saying, yo, I fucked up. Because what she did was she yeah. doubled down. And she mm-hmm. brought up white supremacy. She brought up a lack of mm-hmm. uh, uh, complacency in the black community. Uh, that we're happy bringing home C's and D's. And that parents are raising kids to bring home C's and D's and coddling them like that's acceptable. And it, mm-hmm. it, it really, she caught a lot of hot water over it. Where I think she could have just been like, yo, I was caught in an interview. And, you know what I mean? I, I was answering a question. I wasn't ask, answering for the whole entire race. You know what I mean? So don't don't mm-hmm. kind of hold my words against me. But I guess I really want to get your opinion on it because, I mean, do you think that it, it is hard for black women nowadays, um, I guess, to find a mate that, that they feel? Because I guess statistic-wise, more more black women are graduating from college than, than black men. Than black yeah, men. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at a two-to-one rate at the HBCUs. Um, it, it, I remember sitting in school... And I remember being like, yo, I'm getting by because <laughs> yeah. I know how to get by. You know, I figured out how to get by. But this girl next to me, she's smart as fuck and she trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. she's going to make some money. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. remember feeling like like they was kind of already out of our league, some of the girls that were our peers because of just mm-hmm. like where they were heading. So I wonder if that's just something that like you see, I guess, maybe in, in, in your friendships and your you know your community and then people that you know in your family are like do you think that it's, it's black women are in a position where now their prof- professional careers are holding them back from finding personal happiness 
Because I think Ebony was wrong. I was like, what does that have to do with love? What is what right. you make like owning a bus? But are, is that was something that and so her and to her defense, she was like, as a black woman, I have to be concerned about that because she's not a hundred percent confident that the person that she gets with is gonna be focused on that. So she feels like she has to be focused on where the money's coming from, focused on how the money's coming. I'm just like, I don't. I think you bring an extra shit into something that's already hard to begin with. Love, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, yeah. I guess, and I, I was trying to like compress it all in a, in, a, in a short amount of time for you. But really, what were your thoughts on like the state of black women's dating nowadays? I I, I have not heard of, <clears throat> heard of this, although I saw like. The, I saw like the headline on like an Instagram reel. Okay. That, oh, you know, Abby K. Williams said whatever. But I didn't watch the video. I watched like the first whatever. But I didn't. Un, I don't know any of the context. I don't know exactly what she said. I knew that she said something about the, <clears throat> the you know, the jobs of like dudes she dates or don't date or doesn't date, date or wouldn't date. And. Are, is a, a black woman's career holding her back from finding love? I don't think so. Um, but I would imagine that if that number, the two to one thing is true, I mean, how, just mathematically or statistically, how often is it that a person with a college degree dates another person that doesn't have mm-hmm. one? It just, it's not, and this is not about what you should or shouldn't do. This is just about what happens. Now, whatever the reasons behind that is, it is what it is. I'd imagine that she might have those that similar justifications, and this is without me knowing much of the context. Mm-hmm. So, this is these are things that I've heard of in conversations, like, "Yo, I'm, I'm a, I'm a nurse, I'm a supervisor, I'm a this, I'm a that," and I just can't, regardless of of the race of my potential partner, like, it's difficult for me to date people who don't have Same my status. lifestyle or don't yeah. have my interests. Or, and it's not even about status, but I guess we could use status as like a a shorthand, but it's like, this is what I do and you do something different. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times it works because you don't want to, if you're a nurse, you may not want to have somebody who works in your hospital mm-hmm. or just knows everything about your career. You want to have be able to explain, oh, this is what happened today. Oh, let me tell you why that's important and, and stuff from like their that. Day. Stuff that you don't experience. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, and learn something new. However, so a lot of couples meet at work. A lot of couples meet in school. Mm-hmm. A lot of couples, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I could I could see how that is. People from two different e- economic brackets, they experience different things. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody's fancy, maybe they have a, a, a bunch of cash for, you know, for whatever reason. People with college degrees tend to make more money. And they go out to some crazy sushi restaurant, and they their date's like, man, fry that shit up. And they're like, oh, you don't. Just try it out. Try out the the mahi. It's great. It's the fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit causes a certain level of friction. Yeah, it gets old by the fourth, fifth time you got, you know, a, a scenario yeah. like that. Yeah. So, something yeah. that hurt my heart about this was, like, a lot of black women were, like, collateral damage in this. You know, people mm-hmm. in the comments was like, that's why nobody wants to date y'all. And wow. I'm like, yo, yeah, where's yeah. y'all? Where's y'all? <laughs> I was yeah. MDK, the voice of all black women. <laughs> like, that was yeah. like, that was wild. And it's just like, even the conversation started because I think the original statement when Ayana was on um, The Breakfast Club, she, and I'm paraphrasing here, basically something like, she felt like black women are moving with, in her words, not mine, masculinity, sort of, mm-hmm. because they feel like they gotta be the breadwinner. 
and that they got to run the household and that they got to do this. So what what she, in her opinion, it was cause it was like men will come home from a hard day at work and they'll be greeted by basically another dude or someone trying to have the masculine, you know what I mean? Uh, and I don't know how true that is, but I have heard, and I, I've thought of it myself, right? Like certain things. But it sounds like she wants to avoid that though. I, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's yeah. How I, I don't, like, yeah. And that was taken out of context, but that was the statement that why Ebony wants right. to have the original conversation with her, um, mm-hmm. basically. Um, so it's like, but I had, but it's like, so for instance, like in my own thing, I'll be, be thinking about that. Like, you ever see Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade do commercials together? Yeah. They're always competing. And right, like, I seen right. a new one, right? It was a bed commercial. And I was like, are they writing that for them? Or is they, mm. are they trying to push a narrative about the competitiveness of black women to their mates? I was just like, mm-hmm. and it was like, I was like, cause I, every commercial, they gotta be competing. Right. <laughs> she can't just let D-Way be the man in one commercial. <laughs> uh-huh. it gotta, so I was like, but, but I really had to think, I was like, are they writing that for them? Or, or like, or is Gabrielle Union and D-Wade involved in the creative process? Or are they trying to push a narrative of, all right, you get with a black woman, you better be up for some competition. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? And I'm just like, and, and the, but the fucked up part about it is I really can't tell you. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, and because that is their relationship. So that's the image they've been putting out since, you know, they first got together. But it's just like, I, I, I don't know. So I was like, I, I don't, maybe other men feel like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 my, my girlfriend, she's not black, but you know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of her race, I don't know if I'd want to be felt like I'm challenged. <laughs> every time, mm. you know what I'm saying, I come in the house or for every life decision I'm making, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think that's a, I don't equate that with black women. I just, that's a personality type. You know, there's no broad stroke you could just give out. No one's a monolith. Yeah, I, I think um, people ha- might have an image of what a black woman should be in their minds. And when they see that a black woman is successful, you know, whether it's with education or career or whatever else, family or whatever it is, it breaks their expectation. You know, unfortunately, especially for those where the expectation is, is low, it breaks that. And they're like, Oh, well, and saying all this, this crazy shit, but what kind of house in 2023 has, some super subservient woman who has to be broke or has to make less than the guy and stuff like that. If, if on average the guys are making less money, would you want a household where this guy makes not much money and the woman makes even less? Like, yeah, like that, that was my thing with every statement. Thing. It's like, and I think a lot of people have the same response. It's like, if you make money, does he have to be on the same level of you? Or y'all don't think I could be happy if, he make his money, you make your money, and you know what I mean. And obviously, but to be fair though, the, uh, when a woman makes more, a lot more money than the guy, there, there's a certain level of, you know, f- for the average guy who has who's fairly traditional. It's a role switch. They have problems with yeah. that. Yeah, they they just have problems with that. Like, you know, they some when and when you're in that situation, sometimes you have to adjust the definition, your de- definition of the man, the, the man's man or of masculinity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can hold, you, you can hold your woman down, but you don't have to make more money than her. You just have to you know, do all the chivalry and all this type it's of stuff, but it doesn't you take care of the kids, yeah. take care of the house, take care. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it's, right. Love is such a hard thing to find at, at 30. Mm-hmm. I'm turning 39 this month. 
You just turned 39. Happy birthday, by the way. It's like, thanks. love is hard to find. <laughs> it ain't like we've just been abundant, which, like, you know what I mean? Like, I love from family and friends, yeah, of course, but, like, that yeah. that love from a mate, that's not something that just comes every day and, you know what I mean, it's just something to find. So it's like, you nitpicking at some nonsense <laughs> that might be, what, what they call it, blocking your blessings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It right. could be something coming towards you and you looking at the wrong thing that, that really... Probably in the long run ain't that big of a deal. Or probably something yeah. y'all can develop together, work on together. Instead of writing yeah. someone off. So Yeah. But yeah, man, I just wanted to bring but, I, I wanted to talk to you about that and really just But at the end of the day though, the you tend to 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 get with someone when it comes to romantic relationship, get to someone who's somewhere in your circle. I guess now with apps and stuff, that's not necessarily the case. But even with the apps, you filter stuff out. Like, I'm sure a lot of women who, you know, a lot of lawyers ain't filtering like yeah just any old body show me show <laughs> just send me a bunch of bus drivers on 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 my joint it's just that's just not what's happening i'm pretty sure so um i'm not i don't know enough context to say that she's right or to defend her but i do know that that's a thing like if you're at a certain um echelon of career like you don't want people in some other careers yeah yeah and it could be petty it could be you don't want to tell your friends or your co-workers what you're your well, that's that. the, the negative part yeah, of it, yeah. yeah. something like that. Or, or it could be, yeah, like, maybe you just don't think this person is... I, I don't equate necessarily what a person does for a job, for their ambition, or for... You know what I'm saying? Like, how many people, like, uh, take entertainers. How many people got to be waiters to become the entertainer they wanted to be? You know what I'm saying? It's like, so, yeah. I can't just assume because you're driving a bus or you, you, you're you a sanitation worker, which are both are dope jobs with dope benefits. To some, you know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. people look like give their left arm for that. I can't assume that you're not trying to get anywhere in life just because that's what you're doing at the current moment in time. You know? Well, that's what's wrong. It, without any context, that's what's wrong with the premise of it, assuming that like this person doesn't deserve me. But I think the, the, the I guess, more benevolent reasoning behind it is that sometimes the difference in lifestyle might just be too much for some people. Nice, nice. Yo, Keith, we run a little tight on time, so before we get out of here, man, you know, I got a little segment here called Things I've Seen on the Internet, and I just want to get your opinion on uh, what the hell's going on here. <laughs> Comes from my guy, Kanye West. <laughs> Let's see where Kanye... Here we go. My man, Kanye West, popped out in some old... I guess these were, like, leggings that also had feet. <laughs> that you can walk around in, <laughs> but uh, what, what the hell going on here? I <laughs> I heard somebody say I thought this was AI generated. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it, man. Um, uh, hit or miss, man. You got speculation? <laughs> you got respect for Kanye's new fashion look out here? He looks like a stagehand. I don't know if you ever seen like in a in a live Broadway play when like they be having them dudes moving shit around on the stage and they be wearing all black suits and shit. He look like he, so they all he needs is the them little shit, yeah. them little golf balls and look like he doing like a video game or some fucking Jurassic Park or some shit. Like, that's crazy, man. Like it don't even look like high quality leggings either. Like if it was some old. Under Armour looking shit or some dry fit looking shit like I guess this is crazy. I supposed to be some crazy like you could walk around on you know uh, asphalt and all that, but this is weird, bro. Like when you said stagehand, I, I for my for some reason I'm thinking like a, a, a actor in like Peter Pan like after the play coming out to meet his yeah. family and shit. Like you only got <laughs> That's half. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you 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 are like a professional athlete or like you are a, 
some kind of physical <laughs> physical career or whatever where it's like you perform physically and on a professional level and you coming out real quick you throw your warm up jacket on like hey y'all what how y'all think I did <laughs> but he, like he's just going to the store like he going to Kroger's or something that's crazy looks great though it looks healthy what is Kim's brand he put on some Spanx <laughs> yeah it looked like Spanx man <laughs> Spanx or what's it called the Skins? Kim's, that's what it is. Look <laughs> like them joints. Yeah. Kim like, oh, he coming from my pockets now. <laughs> this nigga Kanye, man. If he make a line of leggings, that would be some good shit. <laughs> he just might. I heard he did some shit like he just opened up his the, the new Yeezy headquarters. It's right next to like yeah. an Adidas store. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> you know Kanye be on his petty shit, man. But uh, yeah. Keith, that's another episode in the books, man. Yo, it's feel like uh, like a, like a high school reunion. <laughs> like I ain't seen it so long, <laughs> man. It's, it's a it's a yeah. pleasure to rock with you, man. Thank you for taking the time today. But where can my people find you at on uh, social media? Instagram, me and my underscore thirty five. Nice. You can find your boy DJ Playboy on Twitter at DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plickapeezy P L I C C A P E E Z Y. Follow Perfect Talk on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, you can also catch us on www.perfecttalkpodcast.com, the home of the Perfect Talk Podcast, Money Talks Radio, and my radio show, uh, The Night Shift, that I do. Also, check out AO Niche and Friends every Wednesday. Uh, it's a live podcast I do with my homegirl, AO Niche, and uh, we catch it live right there on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all that. You know what I mean? So go check her out. Go follow at AO Niche on Instagram, and you can keep up with that every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, also, you can find Perfect Talk Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, uh, wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Uh, no, Spotify also, you know what I mean? So go check us out on there. Search uh, Perfect Talk Radio. We should pop up. And if not, you know, hit me up. Let me know what's going on, man. Uh, Keith, like I said this past week, I, I was on the Minority Plus One podcast. So go check that out. Go check out my Instagram. I'm sure I'm going to have some clips on there if you haven't seen them already. Um, that was a good experience. Shout out to Sam Crystal. Shout out to Brittany. Shout out to my guy, Steve. Um, and it's been a while, Keith. I haven't spoken to you. What are you uh what are you watching nowadays? What are you reading nowadays? What are you into, brother? NBA well, firstly, NBA playoffs, but aside from that, final season of Ted Lasso, mm. watching Succession. So Succession's it's a good show, but when I watch it, it made me wonder like when like in the wire. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they speak a very specific language, like their lingo is is, is very unique and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But they never Ex- explain it too much. They just do it and you just gotta roll with mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? This show, it speaks a language that I'm just like, yo, is this how really rich white people talk? And it's difficult. I've been watching it for four seasons. It's difficult for me to understand. Mm-hmm. But I just roll with it. Like, I I just blank, I blank out when they get too deep into their mm-hmm. shit. But I could follow the general plot and shit. I'm kind of like my, my my son in that way. Like, I don't understand everything, but I, I get what they're... I get the you general enjoy the vibe. Show. I, I enjoy the show. Yeah, so honestly, it ain't one of the joints that I, I recommend to people, but it's one of the top shows on television. Like, everybody's watching. Final season? Or? This is the final season, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I hear great things about the show. Um, I know people like it, but I do get I do get what you're saying. Like, as long as you can keep up with the, keep with the plot, so to speak, you know what I mean? You don't got to catch yeah. up the... The the like when I'm watching Entourage when Ari be talking some lawyer some uh agent talk I'm like I don't need to know all that yeah <laughs> but yeah you know, yeah not as deep but imagine a show where it's just like 15 Aries just talking <laughs> and the and the dynamic of the dialogue they do a lot of over speaking which is cool because it makes it feel very natural it might be a room full of 
you know, four of them, mm-hmm. and somebody might be saying something, saying something, and somebody would just come from left field and just say something, like blurt something oh, out, okay. and then make it feel natural versus like a traditional show where it's like, you know, got dialogue, you know, yada, 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 mm-hmm. next person, yada, 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 back and forth, but somebody comes out of left field and be like, but, you know, shit like that. So I like it. It's cool in that way. Gotcha. And it's a little bit of comedy in it, and that's the, the part I really enjoy. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, now, nah, go check that out. You said Ted Lasso final season. Um... I started reading a new book, oh, audio book, uh, The Four Agreements. You ever heard about that one? Don Miguel Ruiz. I've heard, yeah, yeah I've heard it's, of it. It's yeah. actually uh, pretty short. Never read it. Yeah, no, yeah. me neither. I heard about it a couple times. Um, and what I started doing now is I, I have Audible. You gave, you gave me Audible, matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have Mad Credit. You subscribe? Huh? You, subscription? Yeah, yeah. Or? I still got the subscription. But I, there was, uh, between when I got laid off from my job and like mm-hmm. I, I stopped listening to as many audio books. So um, I had mad credit stacked up, and I'm just like, if I hear about a book nowadays, I just snatch it up. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, fuck it, I must have heard it for a reason. So uh, yeah. I've, I've heard about the Four Agreements a few times, and um, then I seen someone like posted an excerpt of it. I think it might have been Earn Your Leisure, and I was like, you know what? I like this. Let me fucking it. It, it speaks to me for some reason. Let yeah. me let me fucking holler. It's an interesting book so far, but I'll you know I'll give y'all a full review when I'm done. Dope, yeah. dope. But uh, other than that, man, it's great seeing you, Keith. You know what I mean? You got the two under two. Blessings with that. You just celebrated 39. How was your birthday? Birthday was cool, man. All I asked for is that I didn't want to... I wanted a break from, from childcare for the day, so up until like 4 p.m. on my birthday. So I just went out and just did random shit. Nice. Uh, dolo? I went out to the park. Just dolo. Just chilling, man. Just like with no schedule, mm-hmm. no... Not worrying about, oh, I got to get back to do X, Y, Z. I just went out and did shit. I went to play basketball and shit. I ain't played basketball in years. I got no lungs. Like, <laughs> lungs is done, bro. Like, I was shooting around. I was doing, I was hitting shots. I'm like, right, I, I, could, I could get back into basketball. Uh, I still uh, have moves. I just got to adjust. I can't dribble to, because, you know, I'm a millennial and I'm 39. So when I was learning basketball, I was like, right, dribble to the hole, get the easiest shot. Now people are shooting from, from everywhere, <laughs> right? Even in the park, from the logo and all that type of shit. So I was about to leave and the dude said, oh, you want to run? Let's do a quick one-on-one. You know, he one looked like one, he might have been yeah. about 20. <laughs> might have been 20 years old. Oh, yeah, I'll do a, a quick run. And, like, just playing him, like, he wasn't that good, but, like, he was better <laughs> He was better than me. And it's cra- that's a crazy experience. to be like, oh, this dude sucks, but I'm worse than him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you try, you try to make fun of him and then you look thinking about your own stats and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> my brain is like, yo, do that shit, bop him, bop him twice and drop, but like I can't go get past him. So I try to shoot, but I don't got a jump shot yet. <laughs> like an in-game jump shot. I can do it like when I'm practicing yeah. or whatever. So um <laughs> but I said, all right, quick, quick game eleven, because I I'm tired, so let's do a quick game eleven. But man, this dude, I was begging for, I was hoping that this dude would just score a quick 11 so I could finish, man. It was 11 zip. <laughs> Ain't no shame in my game. Damn, bro. Nah, nah. Crazy. At least you could, in 5 on 5, you could do that old school LeBron type of defense where you kind of yeah. <laughs> catch your breath on everyone. But yeah, nah, nah. Nah, that one on one is nonstop. Show invited me out. This might have been two years ago. Show invited me out to shoot around, man. That was the best workout yeah. I had in years, bro. <laughs> and we was just shooting around, bro. So I'm like, yeah. nah, man. We, we... Jumping, you know, raising your arms and shit to catch the ball. Like all that shit. When you don't, when you out of practice, like that shit hurt, man. Just shooting the ball, like just flat foot shooting it. I'm like, damn, my arm, man, my shoulders. <laughs> nah, if I ever do get a crib, though, I do kind of want to get the, the the home basketball hoop. 
Because you can just stand there and shoot all day, you know what I'm saying? And just, in ground, like, put it into the ground? I'm not going to walk either in the ground or put the weight on it or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever okay. they got to do to, yeah. to make. But just to have one in the crib. Like, I never, as a kid, I never yeah. wanted one. But as an adult, I'm like, yeah, yeah I, can, I can see myself using that. Just for, you know what I mean? Just to stay in shape. Just keep your shot up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's like uh, getting like a little putting green for dudes from Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't gonna get the little grass carpet and just be putting if you're not into it. But you know, basketball hoop. Even if you're not a big hooper, like just nice to just go out and just shoot a couple baskets. I was I was driving somewhere. I was I was in a I guess you call it a nice neighborhood. Um, and it was like basketball hoop right here, two houses down. Basketball hoop right here, and they all pull them out into the street. So, yeah. so I'm like, couldn't y'all? And it was like, bro, I swear, five of them. Down, like, down there, like yeah. they was all like maybe a house apart from each other. I'm like, couldn't all y'all just play together? <laughs> Run the full court and shit. Everybody want to start. Nah, that's there. suburban shit, man. <laughs> I, I live in the suburbs. That's that's suburban shit. Every other crib is, it, here got if they got kid, kids under the age of seventeen. Matter of fact, not even like they might have the hoop from when their kids were kids, and they just got the hoop. Whereas when I was growing up, there was the one dude with the hoop. Yeah. In a, in a three block radius, like that's the dude. Everybody that, like, came through that spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Neighbors is like, nah, nah, nah. If you ain't family, you gotta leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was a lot of that shit. Like, yo, I was you like, gotta clear your friends out. Each other? Like, they like, nah, you ain't starting on our hoop, nigga. <laughs> yeah, they parents come out like, you know him. All right, he gotta go. He gotta go. I recognize him. You stay. <laughs> He's from the bad part of town. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. Yo, Keith, pleasure doing the episode with you, man. We up out of here. Say goodbye to the people, brother. Peace. Peace. What's good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy in the building. Yours truly, DJ Show. We here with Money Talks Radio. And in case you don't know what that is, I'm going to let you know, man, that is two hours commercial-free, clean music, man. Play around your kids, play around your boss. You know how it's going down because it's nothing but good music from your man, Playboy Show. Hour one, we're going to hit y'all with a little bit of programming, tell y'all what's going on in the world's current events, as well as all the hot songs going on. And hour two, what we got for on the oh show? Oh, my God, we take it all the way up, man. Nothing but straight vibes, no stopping nothing man you want to take it to the club you want to take it to the party you want to take it to the function we got you man an hour with that money talks mix yep yep find us on soundcloud find us on iHeartRadio. find us on google Podcasts. of course you can find us on apple Podcasts. they got everything up on there man and uh <laughs> leave a rating leave a review but, but what should they search when they looking for us too show when you search for us you gotta search money talks radio and in parentheses wmte worldwide <laughs>